0: Hello and welcome to the Practical Leadership Podcast, where I interview great leaders and try to extract their wisdom and experience for you to learn from, and hopefully avoid making their mistakes. Check out practical-leadership.academy because you want to help your new managers succeed with hybrid or remote working. Dr. Pat, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, I love being here. (laughs) It's going to be fun. So you're a fantastic person. I I don't say that to all the girls, I really don't. But you are a mentor, a coach, a a lifestyle strategist. You've been a physician. Now, that's not an easy thing. A physician for three and a half decades. That's like almost older than me. Uh, No. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well,
1: you know, I love to help people, you know, I thrive and I like to see people thrive um, as their ultimate goal, making massive differences in people's lives matter to me. And, um, and, you know, the, one of the reasons why I still do what I do is because besides making those massive difference, it's easy for me, a God given gift is to be able to synthesize and make things simple so that when people have challenges, I can help them get to their goals safer, quicker, and with more simpler solutions to make sure they stay on and they can reach all the goals that they want to have in their
0: life. So in the context of the things that I like to talk about, and you're here, so you know I get to ask the uh-huh. questions. Um, I deeply believe and I advise everybody that I coach and mentor that the first person that they have to take take care of and pay attention to is themselves. Now that's both physically and mentally. Mentally, because the person that listens to us most is us, so our self-track, our self-talk has to be positive, it has to be meaningful, and it has to be consistently good for us, it's too easy to be negative. And physically, frankly, if I, you allow me to misquote the title of your last best-selling book, why am I fat-sick and lazy? Well, I have <laughs> to look after myself before I can look after other people. It's going to be physically good, mentally good. Help me out here, Dr. Pat.
1: Well, you know, you have to know your bottom line. And a lot of people don't understand what their bottom line is anymore. You know, that that's, uh, line of, you know, go back to basics. You know, if you ask people what their basics are, they really don't know what basic health is really all about. So that's what you know, when you're looking at like where to start or like, why am I all this exhausted at two o'clock in the afternoon or I feel like I need sugar or something I crave something sweet at 10 o'clock and at four o'clock you know, and why do I feel like I need to go down and take a nap, <laughs> go outside and hug a tree and meditate um, and get some fresh air is because we are, we don't know what our bottom lines are. We don't know what it takes to truly be healthy and how to acclimate that and, you know, ignite that switch underneath that so that we can do those things that are basic for us consistently so that we get better results.
0: So what are, the things I need to be doing consistently to get those better results before I can reach out and look after the people that I am charged with looking after.
1: Well, I think we had a conversation where I told you that my father always said, you know, you can't nurture somebody else without nurturing yourself first.
0: Mm. And
1: you have to be able to, you know, like when you're in an airplane and those yellow things come down for oxygen, they don't tell you to put them on everyone else first. As a parent, they tell you to put yours on first. And if someone's struggling, you put them on second you know, there's a reason for that, right? And it's because you have to have that that strength and you have to have that foundation and stability to be able to help others. Because when you do that, you're able to think better, feel better, move better, and you're able to live longer. And with an easier fashion than always be feeling like you're going on a treadmill or a hamster kind of wheel in going uphill. So when you have that, you know, you have, there's more blessings for not only you, but everybody else around you.
0: So what are the what, what, what are the component parts then that we can break this down to? I mean, I'm looking here for as I said, I was looking, we we're looking for like a how-to, right? Make this easy right. for everybody. What okay. do we, where do we start? What are the bits?
1: So you have to understand what health is and what health isn't. So health is being at your peak performance all the time, mind, body, and soul or spirit, whatever you want to call it, you know, and when you do that, you have to look at, you know, what are the components that I have have going for me? You have to have a positive mindset and a positive mental attitude, and you have to couple that with um, uh, superior wellness initiatives, which for me, when I'm looking at the definition of health that I just said, I'm paring that down to diet, exercise, sleep, Proper mental attitude. I'm mentioning that twice because it's so, so important. Um, and also properly functioning nervous system and proper posture, because you can't have a properly functioning nervous system if you have a poor posture. You know, ultimately something's gotta give. So I'm having just sitting up straight feelings. here,
0: you know, just to make sure i yes, like my mother always said, <laughs> Sit up
1: straight, modern Let me go. He- Everybody does that. (laughs) When we talk about posture, you can see people shift in their seats as they're all of a sudden they're aware of it. And a lot of people we get... You know, we especially like take a drive down the M5, right? (laughs) Um, And all you have to do are the 25 and just look in the car next to you. The person slumped over with their head leaning forward. Well, your head weighs about like the size of a small bowling ball, which is about 11 pounds. (laughs) And so, you know, try carrying that bowling ball around with you in that position all the time. Your body's going to adapt to that. And it's, you know, it's just like as opposed to adapting to something that's more structurally sound. Structure is function.
0: Yeah. So diet, exercise, sleep, PMA, positive mental attitude. Mental
1: attitude. I love that. Positive
0: mental attitude. Nervous system and posture. Diet, I think. Well, let's, let's, let's take us on a journey. Let's go for diet. Okay.
1: So, you know... Um, How, when I'm teaching those five pillars, I always start with positive mental attitude. And each time that I'm coaching with somebody and we're going through that process, because you have to know, you have total control of what goes in your mouth. And if you eat poor things, you will eventually damage your intestinal tract. And if you do that, then you're going to have a whole host of other things happen. That's a whole nother episode um, on your podcast. But ideally, you know, you want to, you know, eat really well, have superior nutrition um, so that you can assimilate the things that you eat so your body can utilize them properly. So when you have and, and that portion is like, you know, no sugars, I mean, it's, if sugar is really, and all research relates back to inflammation, it's more addictive than cocaine, you know, so getting sugar out of your diet is a very good thing to do and doing it consistently. Um, other things for the diet is just like, you know, hydration, you need hydration for every pillar of the health that I spoke about. You know, good guy, <laughs> you know, because it helps detoxify toxins. It helps you sleep better as long as you're not drinking a liter of water before you just before you go to bed. Um, but some people do that because they're trying to get that number in and how you know how much water you drink. And I don't know it in your system metric system, but it's 50% of your body weight and ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, which is around 72 kilos, I think, then You know, you need to have 50% of that, you know, um, and which would be 75 uh, ounces of water a day.
0: You know, I want want to do the math here.
1: Okay, go ahead. 75
0: fluid ounces in liters is two liters. There you go.
1: Okay, so so it helps you, um, you know, digest your food. It helps you sleep better. It helps you bathe your body so that it has the hydration that it needs. A lot of injuries that people have, physical injuries they have, are because of dehydration. So, and, and then a lot of people say they don't like water. So that, you know, what can you do? Drink it with a straw, put some lemon juice in it from, from fresh lemon, you know, simple solutions that you can do so that you can get the amount of water that you need a day for all functions of your body. Um, and then eat really clean. I mean, look at like, you know, when you eat something and an hour and a half later, you're tired or exhausted, you got to take a look at the food that you ate just in that last meal so that you can, then you'll say like, what was it that I ate that made me like totally wipe me out? And I feel like I have to go home and I didn't need to take a nap or I'm have brain fog, like you have brain fog, that type of thing. It all relates, you know, back to diet. Diet, so it's a key component, but in order to do the diet correctly and be consistent, you know, you have to have the mindset for it you know, in order to be successful, you know, and having that mindset and the positive mental attitude about like how I'm going to do it. I, I intermittent fast. I do it for 18 hours at a time. And um, yep. so, and, and, but the key components in making, here's a real good trick and tip in order to make intermittent fasting really work better, you know, and, and have even better results. You have to hydrate. So, getting all that hydration in during that you know time span—not um, the eating time span, but the whole you know twenty-four hour type thing—is essential to making the the intermittent fasting um, portion of it work even better. You do know, you know and-
0: that you've just enlightened me because I did I, I do that too. I've been doing this for a few years now, mm-hmm. um, and I typically I'm sitting here with a big pint glass of water. Uh, you know, weird enough, we're we're on we're in liters and miles and kilometre metres and centimetre inches here. The UK is one of those wonderful messed up places when it comes to measurements. Um, so I'm sitting here with a pint of glass, half a litre, whatever it is. And the days when I'm doing the intermittent fasting and I'm drinking like crazy are great. The days when I'm not, I struggle. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it, it was something as simple as hydration. There you go. I've come up be go. smarter already, Dr. Pat. I love it. Okay. <laughs> PMA, diet. Then where are we on to?
1: So exercise, you know, a lot of people, okay. I have a I have a rule called um the rule of one. And so when people first start to go exercise, it's actually getting out there. So like people who even have brain trauma. And and that type of thing. The, uh, so just getting out and moving and doing one thing, like walking one block, or if you live in a building and you have crappy weather and it's raining all the time, you know, you can take the steps, you know, up. You know, like you don't have to take the steps if you live on the third floor. You don't have to take steps all the way up to the third floor. Just take them up to the first floor and then get on the elevator. Mm. No one's gonna know. <laughs> and it's like, it's just like you know that. You know who's going to know? It's like no one's going to know except you. But you can celebrate any type, anytime you have a win. You know, for that and taking being able to take care of yourself and having the energy to sustain you through even your toughest day is really important to have. So these tips that we're doing right now are really they're essential, um, and they're so simple.
0: The the celebration! I love the celebration. There was a guy as um, I think it was a neuroscientist from forgive me, I can't remember, BJ Fogg, and he was talking about tiny habits and his idea of trying to fit new habits in with old ones and a way of celebrating the micro successes by physically patting yourself in the back, smiling a big cheery smile, yes, <laughs> and, and just say, way to go, Paul. Look, you sharpened three pencils this morning, yay. Whatever your goal happens to be, you micro-celebrate, you do that And it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. Mm -hmm. Mm. It
1: does. And a lot of people, you know, we forget to celebrate, you know, our wins on a regular basis because sometimes, you know, you're solo, you know, you don't have a boyfriend, you don't have a husband, you know, you don't have, you know, um, and you're, you know, Somebody asked me one time about meeting my friends. I said, they're all around the world. If you want to buy a ticket, (laughs) you know, I know exactly where we should go first, (laughs) you know, type of thing, because I had, I went to, when I went to school, a lot of my colleagues are international. They're not, you know, in the United States in my backyard, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, but in, in doing things in your life, you have to have, you know, that, that mindset part of it and know which part of your brain is trying to derail you is really important. You know, so the, you know, back to the PMA part of it, because the exercise, you could just go out and walk. You can walk. The rule is, my rule is don't want to exercise. Don't have to go to a gym. All you have to do is walk as fast as you can, as far as you can for as long as you can. That's my solution. Do it once a day, you know, and, you know, and it's it's simple. So if that means like, you know, taking a walk for 10 minutes around the block, doing the step thing that we talked about before. So, when we talk about the brain, though, that to, to jumping into that component out of the five and that mindset part of it, you've got to know which part of your brain's talking to you. So it's really divided into three brains. So there's a primitive brain, which I call the lizard brain. Um, there is a the mammalian brain, and there's your conscious brain. So you're, um, you were born with the primitive brain and the primitive brain is always trying to save you from something from the saber tooth tiger, it's always the one that's going to go like, Oh, it's time to get out of here, <laughs> you know, and, and the beat hoof, um, it's for fight, fight it's for, you know, um, for, uh, fornication it's for all those things that, you know, are basic instinctual things, you know, that. Also, can play against you, especially if when you're playing out things that happen to you in your life. Because when you have an event happen, the emotional component of that event is stored in the mammalian brain. And so, whether if it's a bad event, then it's stored there. That's why you say like, "Oh, I don't date men like you know, I don't date those kind of people." You know, it's because I've had so many bad experiences. My Mm -hmm. brain, my mammalian brain, said, "That's it." Or I don't want to go into that profession. You know, or I don't want, I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to lead a, 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 you know, a segment with my group of management people because I don't feel comfortable in that. Because my experience was when I was in college, I gave a talk and everyone laughed. So I don't have and it's it's just buried super, super deep in you. So unless you start creating new experiences that are positive and then weigh heavy on those positive experiences, so the other experiences diminish, the mammalian brain is always chatting with the uh, lizard brain, you know, because it's going, oh, don't forget.
0: Keep you say, remember Keep that, safe.
1: remember that time, you mm. know, and then you it's also talks with the conscious brain. So, when you're in your conscious brain, is where you do your affirmations and you do all those positive like sayings that you have the you know, the sticker on the you know, the bathroom window, I am James Bond 007, you know, and, and things like that. I have Jane, though, not James, and, and um, so. When you're looking at your conscious brain, your conscious brain is telling you, I am, I can, I will, I must, you know, and I am awesome. You know, I'm a leader, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm a leader. I help sick people get well and help well people to maintain their wellness so they can go out and they can be bigger and better than they ever thought possible and make them even more awesome, you know, but if I didn't have that conscious brain telling me that, you know, I would have never made it through chiropractic school. <laughs> <'Cause> there <laughs> there are times when I have like was studying like at indoor acupuncture college and where I studied and with herbs and the Chinese medicine at the same time, the oriental medicine. As in England, you either study one or the other. And the States you can study both at the same time. And I studied in Mandarin. So my brain was really fried when I finished that course. But be able to relate that to that, it was such an enriching experience that. I have another tool. I can help support people have even a better foundation because you have to know what your foundation is. So you studied in Mandarin. I studied uh, formulas in Mandarin.
0: 很好, very good. Very you know,
1: nice. and I was able because they said you could study in English or you could study in Mandarin. I thought I would like to, you know, learn something. I I don't know how good of an idea that oh. was because there's there's some things that I understand. I can read it for for formulations. Wow um but the you know but you know and i know when certain when i see certain words it's like oh that number is means white and also means the number eight <laughs> It just it just depends on how it, that one word is used in the sentence you know it's just like wow. what does white and eight have to do with each other <laughs> it's nothing you know but in china in chinese uh symbolism it does you know and so that was a big, you know, that big part of it used up a lot of brain power for me at that time. But to stay focused on that, I just thought it was, you know, if I was going to go to, and my reasoning was if I was going to send somebody with a script to a Chinese pharmacy, I wanted to be able to write it out in Pinyin, So the person who was reading it would know what it is, you know, so, as opposed to doing it the other way around.
0: So we've had positive mental attitude, diet. Yep. An exercise. What's next? Um, sleep. Mm. Um,
1: and so sleep is essential. And one of the ways to get good sleep, um, a lot of people are sleep deprived. There's, it's an well, epidemic. I think most
0: people are. I don't understand how people can get by in like, you know, less than eleven hours a night. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe not 11, but the the average is seven to eight. Some people it's nine, but the, um, and some people don't, they they're up in the middle of the night and they're, they're doing stuff and it's that light stimulation. It's like the light that I have on for here right now, Mm. you know, I would never have that light on when I, after like nine o'clock at night. You know, and so I'm really conscious about. There's glasses that you can wear during the daytime, mm. like you know, the in the in France they have the shields over the lights that are yellow. They sell glasses that have that same mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. yellow mm-hmm. tint. Are really good for bright light, and amber ones are really good for nightlight. Um, so that if you're watching TV, so it doesn't stimulate the body to think it's up, it's early when it's not. And,
0: phones. I think phones seem to be a thing. You know, people everybody's got yeah. their phones in their bedrooms they should lie. turn their
1: phone on to um to you know uh, airplane
0: yeah
1: because it emits electromagnetic radiation uh-huh. you know and so i have on my necklace a thing that is an emf blocker and i have wear it all the time hmm. I, I really you know the time i don't have the sounds that i'm taking a shower but this is a, a device and they also have them for telephones that you can have a sticker on the back there's an r2 Mm -hmm. That is a sticker that goes on the back of your telephone that blocks electromagnetic radiation because it affects how you sleep in your bedroom, you know, and, you know, and also you could, you don't need your telephone on unless you're expecting an emergency, you know, and you can put it on airplane mode in order to shut down that blasting that you're getting right near your head. Um, So, and also having the room dark, I mean, you want to have a room dark. Um, some people can, it doesn't bother them, but a majority of people who have a difficult time sleeping, always talk about how dark the room is and having a bed that supports you so that when you're laying on it, you know, we have curves in our body and some beds are so hard, you're falling into the bed as opposed to the bed coming up and supporting you. So that is a a big thing too. And also looking at the clock. So you uh, turn off the TV, turn off the things that you, you know, that might be too stimulating for the brain. So the brain can function. Um, better like when you're sleeping because that's when the brain detoxifies and that's when melatonin is at its highest it surges when you're going into deep sleep there's four stages of sleep one and two is when you kind of think you want to go to sleep and you're kind of feeling a moment you know everybody when i explain this to people I like one moment that you just kind of like you're up and you're still starting to fall asleep and you can feel your eyes like you're falling into that first higher phase. And the phase three is uh, that sleep pattern where it's deep sleep. And that's where you revitalize, you repair, you know, for the next day to be able to hit the ground running. You know, if you get up and go to the bathroom and you have a hard time, you know, going back to sleep, then you, you know, haven't woke, you haven't got into the right sleep in order to do that. And if you get awoken during the, like the deep phase of sleep, that's when people woke up, you know, you ever take a nap and wake up and go, where the heck am I? (laughs) <laughs> that feeling everyone's done that and you know it takes you about a half hour or something like that to get back into mode Is because you woke up you slept too long on your nap mm. you know the naps are only should be like no longer than 30 minutes so set your timer for 30 minutes so that you wake up you know and if you like want to wake up to it in a really cool way it's just count out when that timer goes off shut it off and count out from one to five you know talking to yourself and doing the affirmation, you know, um, like I'm going to count to five, one, two, three, I'm going to wake up feeling better than ever before wide awake on my number and moving forward, you know, and you say four, five eyes wide open, you're up, get yeah. moving and you know, and just, and you jump out of bed. It's amazing when you're, you right. know, when your brain, your body starts listening to your conscious brain when it's telling you those things like that, it works really well. And when you're sleeping, and as soon as you close your eyes, you're in a delta kind of mode anyway, so that you're more suggestive to like positive things like that. So that's why people listen to meditation tapes during that time so they can get the best rest possible. And sometimes you can meditate for 20 minutes in that round 20, 30 minutes and wake up as if you had a full night's sleep. And so that's, you know, that's why the importance of napping under that sleep title is really, really important. You know, in order to get there, I have other tons of other tips. You know, for that piece, I've taught a lot of um, sleep retreats and that type of thing.
0: Okay, this this is this is uh, turning out to be a wonderful package: positive mental attitude, diet, exercise, sleep. Bring us home, number five.
1: Bring us home, on, you know that like structure is function, and um, you know when you have good structure, you know you have good function. A year ago, I was practicing in a guy's office and covering for him while he was on vacation. And this kid who was 21 years old um, couldn't bend over and touch his knees. He was 6'2 and couldn't because he sits at a computer all day long, schlumped. And you know, and so there you go again. And so structures function. So when you when we hold ourselves up, we have micro muscles doing their exercising at the time. You know, there's a way to for people to do um, deep breathing, because when people uh, and what it does is it helps um, keep the strength of the pelvic uh, floor. And, you know, that's that deep breath in where you when you breathe in and deeply, your diaphragm should go down which activates the muscles around the waistline, which is a natural way to like, you know, shape your waist. Again, if you're in that intermittent fasting thing, just do five or 10 of them a day. It's like not hard. And you know, when you breathe in, push down, hold it, you know, and let it go. That breath is really important. You know, it helps all those. It's it's the reason why you do two things for endurance and strength and flexibility. You know, having that core strength is so essential to being healthy and having your organs function as high as possible because no one ever knows. I mean, part of the definition of health and webster Merriam Dictionary or Merriam and Webster's Dictionary is that health is your organs are functioning 100 percent of the time, but nobody knows that. You know, but this helps you, you know, make the fluids in your body, that breathing move up and down and bathe all your organs that need to be bathed. You know, it's, it's just the little things and structure. I mean, when you look at somebody who um, when I was in high school, the nuns used to make us put books on our heads and walk across the room for posture training. Mm, yes. And. And, and, you know, that's because you know, we needed to learn how to stand up. We need to know that when we backed ourselves up to the wall, that the space between the small, your back and the wall should only be as thick as your hand here, you know? And so, and that's, and that's what it should be. And so, and also people look so much healthier and they look so much, they look like they have vitality. They look attractive and people are attracted to people who have very good posture.
0: How do we who sit at our desks all bloody day, how do we fix our posture, Dr. Pat? How
1: well, we train one,
0: ourselves better?
1: Well, the front of you are flexors, and that's what you're exercising when you're sitting. Um, you're ex- exercising your extensors when you are standing. So you can do things like if you had a desk. <laughs> if you do if you have a dad see
0: you on the podcast but i'm actually doing Go go to youtube and watch the video all right so here we go Stay okay again.
1: so if you have the you know if you're standing up and you take your hands and put them next to you and then you turn your hands so your thumbs are up behind your back okay. and pull your hands all the way back up Pull that. your arms so you're no 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 so your arms are straight and you just put them up behind you that way yep oh wow you know uh-huh. You know, and then you yeah. just can hold you can hold that position and then try to put your thumbs together.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but don't bend your arms. Oh. You're, che- you're cheating. Oh. <laughs> you no, I'm going go that and way. So no, like, no. And and, and keep go. your chin up. Always always look where you're going. Okay. When you're doing an exercise, always look where you're going.
0: That's you something.
1: know, and so oh, I can feel yep. that. Yes. And it's just like it will tone up all the back of your arm. The other thing too is that before you before you get out of bed in the morning, something that you can do, it takes only seconds to do, is you take your pillow out, you bend your knees up so your feet are flat, but they're close to your butt. Uh-huh. And um, and you press your head into the mattress. Mm-hmm. And you don't press it with your chin down or up, it's just flat head to the mattress. And you'll feel it. And then you do you t- slightly turn your head to the right. Do the same thing. Come back to the center, and then turn to the left, and do it so it's three positions: center, right, left. And that, and do ten of those a day before you get out of bed. Right, Mm. but you're going to be, but you're going to be pressing your head against the mattress.
0: Yeah, I can visualize that.
1: You know, I sometimes do it at a red light in my car. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's like if I'm traveling because I, I'll notice that car thing. Like I'm not sitting up straight. You know, the other thing to do since you're in that position is get your elbows really tight in towards your waistline and then do a reverse bridge where you're lifting your, you know, your butt up off the Mm -hmm. bed on that in that reverse bridge position and hold that for 10 seconds and do a minimum of four of them. And that's with your knees apart. When you get good at it, you can do it with your knees together. But when they're apart, you know, what that does is it triggers your extensor muscles that help you stand up straight. It's a okay. simple and it also is very good. I have given that out so many times to people who have low back problems. Mm. Cause a lot of times they're going, Oh my God, I'm so stiff in the morning when I'm getting up out of bed. Do that first. And then that, that stiffness will start to go away because your core strength around where your uh, spine meets your sacrum is going to start getting stronger with doing that. So that those are your extensors and it triggers out your glutes and your, your hamstring If you can't do that pick your butt up part unless you have strong extensors. But it's, just, it? it's a it's a great little exercise to do it every day, and then it's it's like one and done.
0: What was your dad saying?
1: My dad's name is John.
0: No, said, oh, yeah, it was my son's name. What was his saying? Was it your father saying? Or if your you grandpa? don't,
1: if you don't, but grandpa, not my my father. Uh, if you don't nurture yourself, you can't nurture somebody else.
0: Right. If you don't nurture yourself, you can't nurture anyone else. Positive mental attitude, diet, exercise, sleep, posture. My goodness.
1: It's this five pillars of health, you know, and, you know, and what I help people do is look at where the weakest link is in that. And I help them, you know, correct that. And then we look at, you know, how that mindset affects all aspects of their life so they can reach their greatest goals in less time. And that's what I help executives and entrepreneurs with.
0: So what are you working on right now?
1: Well, I just finished authoring a collaboration and a book that's going to become, that's coming to publish, And um, it is called Deck of Cards. And um, my understanding is I am the jack of diamonds or the jack of hearts uh, in that deck. And um, what we talk about in there is, you know, the idea of like how to, um, there's tips in in the book, there are tips uh, for business and health to be even better and to get more out of your own personal life and how you contribute that to others.
0: That sounds fantastic. When's it out?
1: Um, they're like finishing up with, I think I need about maybe like eight or nine more people, something like that. And then when that's done, they'll they'll come together. So I would probably say maybe in a couple months um, could be, you know, I'm not really sure, but it will be coming out. And when I do that, it'll be, I will certainly post it in the appropriate places. Um, but it was fun to do because, you know, you're thinking that 500 words is because that's what their chapter title is like right around that. You think that 500 words is like, oh, that'll be easy. It was tough. <laughs> it was really it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. Um, but it was really, you know, it would it just span um, a portion of like, you know, like how do how where do I start? Because I'm always talking about where to start, you know, and going back to basics and your foundation. So it, it was part of that and like, but how do I get to that other part of the high performance health? Like, wow, because sometimes you need help. You know, sometimes, you know, hiring that coach with a mentor's heart or the mentor or the coach, whatever works for you is something really important because then you can expedite that time, you know, and where the, and you know, where exactly where to spend that time, your energy and your money, and you can get it done faster, you know, safer and
0: simpler. That's what, you know, that's all about. Following on from that, how do you help people? How can people find you? How can we come and knock on your door and say, Dr. Pat, I need you.
1: Dr. Pat, I need you to come to the UK.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) We're going to have a retreat. Um, So people can find me on LinkedIn um, under uh, Dr. Pat Ballone. I have a Facebook page. You know, um, that's uh, the link at the end of Facebook.com is Ask Dr. Pat. Um, But LinkedIn and um, Instagram are the same um for some reason facebook won't let me change that <laughs> so i'm not arguing with them anymore about those kinds of things um but those are three ways to specifically find me um and um you know and then you know also on my website you know healthteamnetwork.com i just um published my website there's still some uh, glyphic, you know a little bit of glitches here and there in it but for all intents and purposes the information's there that people can find out more be able to reach out to me on the front page there's a great my favorite part of this website is on the front page there is a microphone and if you click on that microphone and record your question it comes to me directly
0: i love that that's it's, great it's, well i'm going to put links to all of these things in the notes here Mm-hmm. on the YouTube and on the podcast and the blog post as well. So you'll be able to find Dr. Pat wherever you want her. Um, can I ask you one final question as we wrap up? What sure. would you like to thank the young doctor, what, well, pre-doctor Pat for doing? Being persistent. Persistence. Mm-hmm. You know, persistent and
1: inconsistent. Um, because that's uh, when I've asked people, you know, I had the homework assignment one time and go, ask your friends and family Um, tell them that they, you know, they don't, you know, they don't have to like sign in or whatever, just ask them what their five words that they would use to describe you, you know? And, um, one of the words, I always call these your superpowers, right? I'm incredibly trustworthy. I make sense of uh, convoluted and challenging situations for people. I'm persistent and I'm very consistent and, you know, and I just love to see people thrive, you know? So there's just like, I like, I have get a lot of joy from seeing people, you know, succeed and win.
0: Dr. Pat Ballone, thank you so much for joining me.
1: You're welcome. I loved it. It was such a great time.
0: That's a wrap. Thank you for joining me today. Your homework is to leave your five-star review. And please, any comments you have, you really help me to improve every day. And it also helps people to discover me online. You should check out practical-leadership.academy because you want to help your new managers succeed with hybrid or remote working.